Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. guys good morning ladies and gentlemen we interrupt this broadcast just to tell you how we are about to get out of bed let me say this we see each other we see each other and you know what what we're seeing i'm gonna turn this down just one more time because i'm getting a little bit of echo what we're seeing is what we're putting out there we see what we're putting out there but also we see what we're not putting out there so i want to come on and talk about broadcast and this message kind of came to me uh, yesterday as I was working on some things, as I was getting ready to prepare to do a broadcast. And I'm like, wait a minute, you can't do this broadcast like this because there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on. And there's no way you can talk about this because people, there are some who know what's going on. There are some who don't, right? There are some who can look at you and tell what's going on. You know, there are some who see your happiness, your glow up. There's some who see your trauma, your drama, and all those kinds of things. But then there's also that thing. Sometimes, listen, the show must go on. I learned that from Beyonce. Sometimes the show must be, let's just go back to Beyonce in that elevator. She's like, look, I don't know what y'all, I don't know what, look, no. I know we got what we got going on this family, but I got to step off this elevator in the midst of uh, my sellout, sellout season. I ain't got time for this. So whatever you mad at my husband about and all the stuff that he do, listen, we'll deal with that. Later, right now, the three of us got to walk these billion dollars up off this elevator. <laughs> okay, the show must go on. Uh, Robin Crawford, right in the book about Whitney, we were talking about this just yesterday in the in the barbershop. You know, and for, and clearly, you know, y'all don't understand when I walk up in the barbershop, they've seen my timeline like all week or month, depending on. How long I've been back in the barbershop. And so when I go to the barbershop, I got I to account for some things. And one of the things I had to account for was the opinion I put out about Robert Crawford writing the book. And it's always so funny to me how people will latch on to various things in our conversation. I could sit here and do a whole ass podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all was listening without your headphones. It's not going to be a lot of that. But I could do a whole podcast. And somebody already, even at uh, three minutes into this, somebody has already latched on. Okay, <laughs> I was a, I was a, a breastfeeding mama. I, we we know about them latch on like they when they latch on before you wake up. Like wait, what's going on? <laughs> I'm, hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody will, will get a chance uh, to experience that in some form or another. But let me tell you about. People latch on, they latch on to a word. And you're supposed to. I'm supposed to use several different words to hold you. I'm supposed to grab your attention, right? But what you, one word you're probably trying to figure out, what does she mean by broadcast? I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about broadcast. I set this other device down when I was really in the midst of getting this share going here. So let me do that. I'm just going to share it. I don't want to do a full-on watch party because I, I want to bring them over 
to this broadcast. And I don't need it to be replaying and all that other good stuff. So I'm getting this share on. You should take a moment to do the same. Um, I don't worry. I don't even worry about your likes. And, you know, I definitely want your follows. I definitely want you to comment because I do have another device. And we are on one platform. We're doing a single platform broadcast, even though this will end up. As a podcast, look at all the words that I'm using that you should latch on because what I want you to latch on right now is that, wait, I can subscribe to this thing. You know, you can't do it. We don't do it. Da- We're still trying to do it daily. You know, we had a, we had a couple of things going on, uh, some things in the family. And, of course, you know, the holiday is coming up. We're actually recording this uh, the weekend before uh, uh, Thanksgiving as everybody's getting ready for their travels and so forth. And I love that. Let me talk, let's get into this broadcast be, before we get into traveling because everybody's getting ready to go home or what you call home, where you, where your heart is. Everybody's getting ready to travel to that place where their heart is. And I know a lot of times that ain't home. Okay. Because, um, ooh, Luther Vandross house, sometimes the house is just not a home, right? Uh, some, some of us getting ready to go back. And like, wait a minute, everything ain't really copacetic here. We're going to go one more year without fixing this thing, you know. And sometimes you got to like, look, let it stay irrepaired. Some of that stuff is irrepaired. But you're broadcasting it. When I get ready to go live, when everybody get ready to go live, when everybody gets in front of the mic, the camera, and all these different things where we cut to put together a broadcast, there's, what, there's the agenda. Sometimes there's a whole script. Okay. Sometimes, you know, there's a message. Sometimes we've been told to do, sometimes you get on there and open your mouth and things that you want to say to everybody else, it hit back at you. It comes right back. You're like, wait, what? Like when I got ready to talk about broadcast, I was getting ready to say the stuff that y'all are broadcast. I'm like, girl, you too. Me too. Time's up. All that stuff. Right. It's about the broadcast. It's about what we what we think we're, what we want to put out there and what we think we're putting out there and what we're actually putting out there. I was looking, as you know, in Atlanta, the politicians were all over the place uh, this weekend, uh, and and I decided no, it's too early. It's too early. Now, yeah, we should be getting to know these people, um, but right now they are siphoning siphoning more than they are filling us up. You know, they they are draining the tanks more than they're filling the tanks up because many of these people we've said no to a time or two already. Right. And they're coming back again and again, instead of a letting, instead of letting the opportunity. What I, let me tell you what I never like about politicians is when they are running, when they're already elected to one position and they want to run for another position, they come with all these grand old promises. And I'm like, but you haven't already done that for the district or the region or the locale that you're already elected for. Many of them oftentimes don't even speak, don't even speak on their own record because there, there really is none, you know, and we have to understand that some of the positions that they're already in, there's so much opposition to do what it is that they promise to do. And yet they just continue to build on that. But the worst part of that is the audience. Like one of the reasons I didn't go to, and you know, they had the, uh, the Dems debate. Well, first of all, I wasn't invited to that one, uh, which is held at Tyler Perry studios. And then prior to and after, and even this weekend, and probably, I don't know what they discovered about Atlanta, but they, they realized they got to spend a lot of time in Atlanta because they really don't have the, this vote locked in. And Atlanta, first of all, Atlanta is, is a, a blue dot in a big red state, but it's one of greatest influence when it comes to certain demographics, not just the black vote, but several other demographics, old school voting blocks. Okay. Go on all up and through Atlanta. So they have, they, well, they realize 
you know, Hillary kind of messed it up down here. Even Obama did some things. People are like, wait a minute, you know, you know, you know. And and that's the thing. Let me tell you, and I've been a blogger in Atlanta. If you don't know, somebody shared this because you can't get out of bed. I've been a blogger in Atlanta for, gosh, I normally would say twenty years, but twenty twenty. 2020 is around the corner, uh, but definitely with Dryer Buzz, 20 years, um, but add on another 10 years to that, just really been a voice in the community, worked in community organizing. I know everybody, right? And I know, you know, right now it's time for all the influences, political influences. They're all courting candidates, uh, courting audiences for candidates and so forth. But there's, there's a couple of really interesting positions that every, uh, that's coming up, and people are like, hey, listen, I'm I'm leaving this office. Y'all can do this. Y'all can get this one. Y'all, and everybody's like, no. I'm like, what? Because I'd rather have lawmaker. I know we need we need lawmakers more than we need this publicity person that's this POTUS. You know, POTUS is just. I mean, like this whole thing with Trump, y'all. Let me tell you. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm still not upset enough. I know everybody, I'm just not upset enough where I'm willing to accept any Democrat. It's like, I'm still discerning, right? I, I just, I just know. So they're all over town, um, town halls, fireside chats, talks, breakfasts, lunches, brunches. Ain't no telling what's going to be going on Sunday. Fundraising. It's all fundraising, right? And I, I, one of the reasons I always say it's still too soon, and I can listen to hearing all of them, and I can latch on to this person's this and latch on to that person's that and go like, okay, I'm going to see how long that lasts. Because I like, I like, I can't, you know what? I'm like, oh, I don't like this one. I don't like this one at all. And why, what, what Yolanda, why you don't like, because they, 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 they've stepped on my toes. Well, maybe that's going to be a good thing. Maybe having you rethink what you thought, what you've always thought or been said, maybe having rethink what you've always been said, maybe they should rub you the wrong way. Maybe you ought to look a little closer. Like, dang, what did they, if you're asking, where did they come from? Maybe they've been too busy doing the work and not getting the publicity for it, okay, or coming down the pike, because there have been some that come around, come out of the fray, come come from the audience to the stage. All those things you've been telling people to do. Maybe this one did that. Maybe y'all look. Maybe the fact that they upset everybody ought to be. That might be a good thing, because what we want to do is move this country forward. We want to move this country forward. Now, mind you, we got a lot of ground to cover and a lot of ground to recover. So maybe you ought to think about that one. And maybe, maybe it ought not be based on nothing anybody else has said or done. Some kind of way they caught your ear and caught your eye. Maybe you ought to do what you do best. And that's dive in and see what this buzz is about. Because what they're broadcasting is sending a different message than what you've always heard, seen, or been fed. So that's what I want to talk about. But broadcasting, I want to also bring it to the point where we can get out of bed. I had to get out of bed and go find this other device, find this other cord, go yell at this dog because he has done for the second time. So, <laughs> tearing up, going to my, my little table where I do my little, where I, where I chill, my chill table because I was going to say I do my work 
No, my, he's gone to my chill table where I left a napkin. Now, y'all, I swore I cleaned this thing up because I don't want to have to get, I don't want the dog to, I don't want to tempt the dog, basically, right? So I'm like, I swore I got everything up. No, and so that lets me know that the minute I leave, he goes into my chill space, my chill space, because Lord knows he got several chill spaces around here. He goes into my chill space, and he's looking like me. She was chilling too good. I know she left something. And lo and behold, this joker found a napkin. Now, what am I broadcasting to him that he won't stop going into my chill space? See, but I had to broadcast some authority to him this morning. And before, when I got ready, he saw me get ready for my podcast. So he was around the corner whining because, you know, when I started talking, like, like to him, I'm probably sitting here talking to myself because he's looking around like, who she talked to? But now he knows, oh, that's a broadcast thing. So I got to get somewhere and I don't want to be in timeout because sometimes she'll be long-winded on there. And then I'm sitting here in timeout. So as I came in here preparing in my podcast space, he starts whining because he knows, you know, this might be a long one. This, this is a weekend. She might go a little bit longer. So I need her to realize she got me in timeout. So I'm like, so I gave him the cue, out, you know, so he can come on out of there. And then he stopped whining. He's like, oh, she know I'm in here. I I, I really don't want to go around this corner right now because she was broadcasting supreme authority on my behind. So I'm just going to go the other way. And I'll wait until she, till I hear those key words she says at the end of that thing. Because that's what, that's what, that's what we're broadcasting. And y'all, I'm going to just say this. If the dog can figure this out, if the dog can figure this out, then I think the human can play along as well. Even though we all, even the animals, exert that stubbornness in this thing when people are trying to broadcast. People are out here broadcasting what they want in their life. And how many of y'all are saying, I can interrupt that broadcast? Let me tell you, stop. We interrupt this broadcast. People are trying to interrupt your broadcast. That's another phase of this thing. People see that you trajectory trajectory you're on they see your hopes and your goals and your dreams they see you trying to be positive they see you trying to trying to get your work done you know you're trying to be a um overachiever you're trying just trying to achieve you know you're just trying to breathe and people out here all the time trying to interrupt your broadcast whether you push a button go live get follows whether you go post yourself it's any of that kind of stuff you're broadcasting you're broadcasting with every breath you're broadcasting with every step and people see it, and there are those that say, I want to change, I'm going to change that channel, right? Don't you hate that when somebody comes in, works their way in, y'all. They come in with that. Like, this, let me tell y'all, there is no, and I can't relate nothing to you, but what's real, I woke up this morning, I don't know how I slept, and I've been sleeping a little rough lately. Like I said, this, this, you know, we're in that, we're in a phase in the family. And the holidays are coming upon us and those kind of things. Y'all know what I've been through. But um, one of the things that I am, I am blessed to say that when the holidays come, it doesn't bring as much weight from the grief that we are experiencing. However, we had um, my, my cousins are going through what I've been through. And I have went through what my other cousins went through. We're just in that phase of life and, and prayers for our family this morning. Immediately when I interrupt, when I end this broadcast, uh, I have to check on my cousin and make sure his mother is okay and, and, and my other cousin and her mother and all those different things. That's life, right? But let me just tell you, I woke up this morning and I've been sleeping a little rough and I had a late night because, you know, my Friday is like my Monday. And I woke up and I couldn't find a remote control. And apparently I fell asleep with a video playing 
uh, I was taking a, uh, online, um, learning course and I looked like I fell asleep in the middle of that. So my phone has been on all night. So, you know, and there's something about that, that light coming from the phone. That's almost like a, a, a no dose. Like you ain't going to sleep long with this phone on. Then I fell asleep with the TV on. So that tells me I just went into pure exhaustion. I didn't do a shutdown, which means, you know, nicely chill down, get rid of your thoughts in the day. I didn't get to go through my true end of day process because I was trying to convince myself it wasn't technically the end of the day. Like I wasn't exhausted enough. I could take this online. I could finish these online video course. I could have this TV going, you know. So I'm like, I, I clearly was waking up with all that stuff still going. I'm like, now I got to go back. I'm like, I didn't do my end of day. So I woke up, the television was on some uh, old rerun of a television show that I don't even allow in my house. And I couldn't find the remote control. And I'm like, y'all know it did not dawn on me to walk over to the television. Stop. Y'all know that ain't even how this works. <laughs> no, it never once dawned on me to walk over to the television and just turn it off, okay? Because how many of y'all every time have to search for the daggone buttons? Like, something about these televisions, like they make the buttons so hard to find. I don't, I can't tell you how long. I had this television before I realized where the buttons even were. And that was another time I couldn't find the remote. So I done tore the bed up. I done tore everything up. Like, where the hell is my remote? I'm like, you know, you know somebody in the house on come and got your remote because they can't find their remote. And I'm like, no, because that ain't even a thing. I know daggone well. Because I know if I even go, because I know using me, by the time I go yell at one of the kids, you know, I'm, I'm, at 200 and I'm usually hella wrong. I'm hella wrong. Right. Then I got to apologize. So I was like, get ready to shoot around the corner, you know, going like, no, you ain't got my remote. Right? I'm like, you better think about this for a second. Cause you know, you do that all the time. And then you got to apologize. And then, you know, and they so used to, you know, they're my children. They're like, y'all know she going to go, she going to go way off and we going to have to come back. You know, and I'm like, stop for a second. Think where could that remote be? Like you slept while maybe you just kicked it off the bed and it's under the bed. Boom! Okay, it's always in the last place you look. There it was, right? So finally, I get the remote control and I can turn off the television because, you know, it is Saturday morning and ain't nothing on but some programming about how much you're supposed to love these animals around here. And I'm like, stop. Okay. So, but that's what people are. They coming in, they trying to reprogram your channels. They trying to interrupt your broadcast. Look, they running around trying to put you on mute. Like, and that's, that's the good thing. Yeah, put me on mute. Hit that mute button. So whatever it takes for you to keep it moving, do that. Don't stay. Don't try to change it. Don't don't try to reprogram. Don't tell me I can't do this at this time. Watch. You want to binge on it later? Listen. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You want to binge on it later? That's that's acceptable. Can't listen right now. Can't watch right now. Can't share right now. Save. Hit that save button. Put me in your favorites. Do that's like you do your television program. Just don't try to disrupt. The broadcast. Now, only interrupt and only disrupt the broadcast. If I, if you see me going off the cliff, hella long or hella wrong, please. And that's the time when don't nobody step up. That's the time when you get your biggest audience, right? When you're doing it wrong, when you long, you know, that's when you loud, when you, when you over animated, you know, and especially as a woman, I'm going to go, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go particularly about a woman because I put out a formula. Uh, one of the reasons I started blogging because there I realized in the opportunities that I always had, and that's inserting myself in media, um, 
I realized that there is a formula that everybody, it's a couple of formulas that everybody seems to be going along with. And one of those has to do with women when women are in the headlines. And I'm like, wait a minute. How come we're only in the headlines if we're lying, crying, dying, flying off the handle, or naked? And I challenge everybody each and every day. I used to. Now there's no need to because I, I have such control over media right now. I don't have to worry about that. But if you if your source is other than Dryer Buzz, I challenge you to go to those sources. And if you see a headline of a woman, tell me. You can go through that. Is she lying? Is she crying? Is she flying out? Is she dying? Is she flying off the handle? Is she naked? And I guarantee you, you will not get through those five. I guarantee you. Right? If you do like that source, follow that source, feed yourself daily on that source. Because that's a good source. Because guess what? When you close up that formula, you got a fist. You got a fist, y'all. This thing, let me tell you, the things that I do in this world and I allow to come through me, they're real. When you close up, when you get rid of that form, you got a fist. You got a mighty, mighty fist. And women, I'm sorry, you got to have them, right? All right, open your hand up to five. Is she lying? Is she crying? Is, I'm, I'm, I'm balding my fingers up. Number first one is the thumb. Is she lying? Fold it in. Is she crying? First finger. Close it in. Is she, uh, is she dying? Close it in. Is she flying out the handle? Number five. Is she naked? Okay. And sometimes you'll be able to say, damn, she doing all of those. Okay. Right. But when you close that up and, and that's not happening, you go into an environment, a room, a family, a, a, a circle of sisters, a, a female group, and, and it ain't about all of that. That's where you need to be because that means you're inside. Those are the things that will cover you when, when you can get beyond a woman having to do all of that. And I can't tell you how hard it is. I've been doing it for 20 years to tell women we can get beyond the things that make us lie, that make us cry, that make us die, that make us fly out the handle. And don't require us to be naked. We can get beyond all of that. But we got to interrupt that broadcast. We got to interrupt that broadcast message that's being brought to us. And I was with some sisters yesterday and they was going to get on stage. And I'm like, I don't know what I can tell them. I don't know. I don't know if I can tell them anything because I might start a conversation with them. And next thing you know, I might be rolling with them. Because people, some people out here got some strong messages. Okay, them them wrong messages hit at the it hit you a wrong message hit you at the wrong time. Look, that's a negative and a negative. Guess what? That make a positive, y'all. I'm just saying, and that's what's going on with this world. People know that if they continue to broadcast it, they continue to feed you with it, and that's gonna you gonna have a moment where listen, cause ain't cause people ain't coming with the positive. I know you get a you get a, a positive and a negative. You know, it could go either way. I can, I can sway you either way, right? I can bring it back. But you come with a positive, and it, it has to be a positive and a positive. Only a positive and a positive. That's why people used to tell you two wrongs don't make a right. It, don't, it never does, and it never will. But now there might be a phase in your life. There might be a time in your life. Listen, don't let it be your broad. Don't broadcast it forever. And sometimes, listen, don't even broadcast it. Don't even put it so hard. Don't even put secrete it. Don't even submit it so hard on so hard, so hard on your heart. Don't even submit it in your heart that you can't get beyond it. Because let me tell you, 
Look, I'm watching a show yesterday, and and they were having all these guests on, all these throwback people on, and everybody talking about they're going to reboot this and reboot that. And rebooting, let me tell you, that's for my generation. That's for our generation and our kids who grew up on this kind of programming, right? Because it was positive. It was, it was like, wait a minute. It was, you mean it was positive and positive? So a reboot can only be what? Positive. But some of that stuff, it was positive and negative. So a reboot is going to be what? It's going to be negative. Now, I'm talking a little bit of math stuff. And some of us didn't stay in the math class long enough. I happen to love math. I happen to realize. People say, well, do we use it? We use it each and every day and each and every way. Okay? I got to use it right now to know that I got 20. If I, I'm, I'm 24 minutes into this thing. I don't want to go no more than 45. That ain't nothing but math. I got six minutes to the 30 and then another 15 minutes to wrap it up, right? Simply because I am in media and media is all about timing. And I know that in having this conversation, because you're looking, you're trying to go, it's Saturday morning. You got to go do this. You got to go do that. You know, how long drive bus is going to be on? And we ain't had a, how to get out of bed in a minute, but you know, she going to get you to 30 minutes, right? You know, you already got the message. In the 15, she told you right when she came on what she was going to talk about. 15 minutes, she had you. Now you had 30 minutes. Hey, she's going to do a little story. And then 15 minutes, if you want to, we're going to wrap it up. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over here and I'm going to look at these comments. And I'll grab some of these comments. And Sharon Hall is already over there hanging out in a how to get out of bed. It's already going on the dryer bus page. So I'm going to grab some comments when we get to that. City. But you got to hang around. To the 15th, so I can shout you out. Hang around so we can go to the 45. But those are the things. Math is, is in everything. Math is in the fact that you can't get out of bed. It might not be the right time. You say, stay another 30 minutes. Just listen. If you're in that bed and then you find yourself, you got to go pee. Yeah, I mean, I, my, my, one of my mentors in my head and definitely on social media, Jennifer Lewis, says, thank God we got to go pee. Because sometimes that's the only thing that will remind us that we are human. That we are a functioning, a soul in a functioning body. Like, wait, this body's got to do all this stuff in order for me to stay in it. Yeah, it's kind of go, got to do that. So you stand in that bed all that time because you can't get out of bed because you're trying to figure out, man, what's going on in this world. And I know it's getting ready to be the holidays. And let me tell you, you have a choice. That weight, carrying weight is a choice. I, I saw this lady. I saw two of them this week. Two of them. And I was like, y'all. They had umpteen bags. And I remember when I was when I trusted church, when I trusted going and sitting in my pew, the view when I was going on a regular getting a view from my pew. Luckily, and I have the, I, I recorded this out on YouTube, and because uh, I was like I had to come back to this, and I love it because it talked about carrying all those bags and what's in those bags. And I was talking to this sister, and I was like, and she had like four of these things. I'm like, girl, you got the you got the bag lady. She said, yeah. She said I got to go. She was ready to go do a twelve hour shift, you know. So she got a couple of breaks up in there, and this is the lunch bag, and this bag got all the stuff that she wants to read. And I'm like, you know what? Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. You you're not gonna need all that stuff in twenty four. I said, honey. Women, we don't even have pockets. Can y'all, can, can we go back to that? Okay, first of all, in the fashion world, the fashion world refuses to give women pockets, right? I was with my cousin, like I said, because we got some things going on. And he kept, every time he would go in his pocket, stuff would just fall out. And I'm like, dude, if you drop one more thing, you know, every time he went to get something, he was going in this pocket and that pocket, and he had, he had just, just wad of stuff. I was in the barbershop the other day, and dude, every time he was going in his pocket, you know, he's pulling out this wad of stuff, one of the wads was money. I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, hold up, we don't have a whole, we sit up there and I had a whole conversation, my back been to this door, and I'm like, 
wait, what do you do? Because I noticed that the wide he was pulling out, like, it's a little different, right? It hit, it hit different, right? Because it's all about, and I'm like, wait a minute, because this is what, and this is where the broadcast thing came from. I'm like, wait a minute, he broadcasting something. I ain't seen this. Ch- I don't, I don't watch this channel. So my barber was trying to like cue me, <laughs> like, oh, hold up, Buzz, you know, you know, and he was, he and I was having an amazing conversation because he is a, a, a developer. I'll leave it that way. Um, and so. Um, my barber was like, you know, cause he, we were, we were really having some really great conversations about Atlanta, um, because on the investment side of some things that he's working on, you know? Okay. And so, but she had to let me know, you know, this channel been playing a while and you ain't been watching. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute. But I noticed in the conversation, I'm like, in the conversation, all of us having this three conversations, I'm like, okay. He's broadcasting this. She started broadcasting this caution thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. Cause the way I'm sitting you know, if he, in what he's broadcasting, if he might need to react to somebody else that's watching this channel and I'm not seeing what's really being shown, then I might be in a position, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite in a copacetic position, so I'm going to reposition myself and then we're going to continue this conversation because I noticed you you watching some other channels and there's some other things being broadcast up in here and I ain't been up in here in a minute and I never have been I don't know if he and I had, had appointments at the same time or not, you know, and I, you know me, I, I'm, I'm, I don't really ever have an appointment. I just kind of, you know, show up and I get squeezed in and that's the best part about it because, you know, then I get to hang out in the barbershop and see what people are talking about. And like I was saying at the beginning of this, when I walk into the barbershop, these are people who I follow and see my timeline and I use a buzz. I got to ask you, you said this and what you think about that? And da, 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 da. So we got to talking about these things. And I was talking at the beginning about the Robin Crawford. One of the discussions we had was about Robin Crawford and why now the book about Whitney and um, one person was sharing their experience of, of, how um protective people were and 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 i know this because when i one of the luckily for us one of the very first uh things that immersed us into media was getting that invite to blog about bobby and whitney uh actually we were invited to blog about whitney uh unfortunately it was at a time when whitney was experiencing some of her, her greatest heartbreak it was at a time when yes she was immersed in drugs um, and they were trying to, you know, get her back. You know, it was a, it's going to be the epic comeback. I mean, they had, they got, they rented like a, a three-story building. They had three levels of media in this thing. They had, you know, one, if, you know, when you guys are watching your entertainment shows and you see the person sitting in, the, you know, the beautiful setting or the highly publicized setting with all the different media mediums of what the person has done. And it's a, it's a, a, a swap back and forth interview person sitting in the chair and them. And then they had the round tables where you basically different outlets sit at the table with the, with the celebrity or star. I don't want to say celebrity star with the actual star with the icon. They only do this kind of thing for the icons. Okay. So you get to sit at the table. The icon comes to your table and talk to you for a minute, you know, and then they go and you get your little story, you get your few questions in and whatnot. So luckily for me, and then, and then they got another section where they just do the little, you know, you get headshot. You you get to get your little, your little three shots. You get your, your full shot, your headshot, you know, and your little play shot. This is before the whole, all uh, the camera phones and selfies. We were still at that time, uh, you know, just now getting the digital, um, when we did this. And this was at the time when uh, Bobby and Whitney rang in Atlanta for 
for whatever reason um, and, and so forth. And uh, luckily for me, I, because blogging was so new, they could, I used Word Magazine. So they, they pumped me, they threw me in with the magazine. And my interview, my my tape roundtable with, and we didn't, I'm going to tell you, we didn't get Whitney because this was actually right after Whitney Houston's father had passed. And if anybody knows about losing a parent, I, everybody was like, how on earth is she going to do this? Because what we do know, in losing her father, it was at the time, her father, she and her father were at, at, and had a bunch of legalities going on. Um, their relationship had become very litigious. Is that how you say that? They were suing each other. And so they were not on the greatest speaking terms. And he passed without them fully resolving these other relationships that broke up the father-daughter relationship. And at that time, of course, they were people were trying to get Bobby Christina out of their custody. So it was a lot going on. And and this was a day that I fully, 100, more than 100, 200% became Team Bobby Brown. In this, um, because everybody knew this is going to be a interesting day, if not a full on disastrous day, if we got Whitney Houston at all, because there was no way based on what she had continuously been broadcasting that this diva, this icon was going to, everybody was like, if she comes through that door and they have pulled her together with all that she has going on, all that she is suppressing, all that she is experiencing and with this extreme heartbreak moment that she was in and losing her father and not having, let me tell you, there's nothing worse. There's nothing that plagues a person more. Uh, and I've, I've had some friends that tell me this that have come up to me, especially after, after the way I broadcast the loss of my mother and the time that we spent together. And I've had people come up to me saying that they wish that they would have stopped what they were doing and did what I did. I'm like, listen, don't, don't, don't put that stuff, don't put that on yourself. Don't put that on yourself because I'm going to tell you, if you saved yourself, good for you. Because I wish I could have saved myself through this thing because it took me to the brink. It took me to the brink and I still don't know. I've got a, I've got a date of December 2nd to see if I can come back, y'all. I'm telling you, we're going to launch something on December the, December the 2nd. You're going to find out about it on Black Friday. I'm going to hold a secret. But people come up to me as if I was some kind of angel. Saying, Let me tell you. Yeah, I did some things that I wish I know everybody I, I brought and I broadcast it. And one of the reasons I broadcast on what you see. So anyway, going back to the Whitney Houston thing, um, we all knew that if she make it through that door, we didn't know. And, and you never knew what you were going to be dealing with. Right. And that's what any celebrity, any star, especially on an iconic level, because you don't get to an iconic level unless you have survived all these other plateaus that you have been able to come through all these other things and messages that are broadcast to us. And we all know now. We all, we knew then, but it's been confirmed that there was a full on something broadcasted to us that just simply was not the truth, uh, in, at any juncture in her life. And this is why this woman is no longer here. And anybody that needs to live or deal with that, that's on them. That's you got, I'm sorry. Y'all got to watch that broadcast forever because and, and we got to understand that and watch once we get once we watch the true story, you got to realize some things you some some destinies. In fact, I don't know which if any destinies 
can be changed. But if in, in all that we've seen and all that has been broadcast to us, we don't learn anything from it. Like you can't watch something forever and not learn something from it. And that, that, that's probably one of the reasons that I said, okay, well, in, in, in dealing with my parents, I'm going to make sure there's a different set of priorities, regardless of all the crap we've been through. Regardless of how we feel about each other, regardless of if they judge me or I judge them, or we've been through this, we've been through that. If I get the call to, to go in the daughter mode, I'm going. Right? And it ain't, and it, it, let me tell y'all, and because it's broadcasting, y'all know my life. My daddy's probably live on social media right now. Right? But we all have our things. We, because we have all, in knowing each other, all of us, there's some things in being Bobby's daughter, I like, yep. Yeah, not Bobby Brown. That's why I like, oh, I'm getting a battery warning, y'all. We got to get out of here, okay? Because we're in story time. We're in story time. But there's some things in being Bobby's daughter that I've latched on to. There's some things in being uh, Yolanda's father that he's latched on to. There were some things in being Jean's daughter I latched on to. We all latched on. There's some things in my kids. My, I got four of them. And damn, if they ain't latched on four different things. I'm like, and dealing with them, I'm like, oh, okay, I got to go hang out with this one. Well, you know, she latched on to this, so that's going to come back up again. Oh, Lord. Hopefully, we get through the day and it don't come back. Oh, I got to go hang out with this one. Well, I done latched on to this, and she probably like, dang, I deal with mama. And you know, she latched on here, right? Then the other one, Patty Betty, I'm latched on the fact she Patty. She latched on to everything Patty. But y'all see, we still like, look, leave that here. And Patty Betty. Patty Betty, oh, she made me so mad, y'all. Patty Betty got this thing. We get ready to hang out. Let that hurt go. Patty, Patty, love Patty Betty. Patty Betty, let that hurt. Patty Betty's quote is, let that hurt go. Because she know when I get triggered because I get quiet, like, and I be trying to let it go. But sometimes I'm like, no, listen, I got to say something right here, right now. I got to say something about what you broadcasting right now. Because, you know, because we got to understand, we see each other, y'all, right? And then I got my son. And Lord knows. He, he, he grew up in a house with not one, not two, three, four, five women, right? So we made sure that every weekend he went over to the testosterone household. You need to get out of here and go hang out with the testosterone. I made sure I'm going to get out of the way of the testosterone. You're going to get that testosterone away from me. Because when that testosterone starts hitting up in the house with five women, we might kill you. You need to, it's, Daddy, what time is you getting this boy, Right? Okay, and, and, and we ain't copacetic and we ain't going to ever be copacetic again, you know, and like I ain't even trying to work on that. I'm just saying. Right. And hopefully it ain't inscribed when I get to heaven, because if it is, hey, send me where I got to go. But anyway, I'm just saying that boy and that testosterone up in the house with with one, two, three, four, five women. Okay, and, and we had all kind of things going on. You got a you got a grandma going through this, that, and the other. You got a mama going through this. Like he used to always tell mommy, "Are you really mad, or is it that moment?" Hey, it's a little bit of both. Okay, I'm out. I'm just saying. You know, you want to check my temperature because you're making it rise. He's like, "Okay, I'm out. I'll be back in a week." Hey, let me tell y'all. Y'all better learn how to live with truth. And to this day. We can all come together. We got to get together for the holidays. And all the things that we've latched on to. And y'all sit over there like, yeah, it is like that. It is like that. Whether you want to broadcast, whether you try to broadcast it or not, it's been shown and it's been seen. And if you don't stop and address it. So anyway, okay, back to the story time. So 
I'm thankful that Whitney was Whitney didn't show up that day because I think had Whitney show, shown up to that day um, with all of her heartbreak and trying to pull that together, whether they were going to have to make her up. And, you know, I was waiting for her to come in there with the full on meat coat and all this kind of stuff and other things that we had seen around Atlanta. She did not come, but Bobby came, Bobby Brown came. And he, this is when I say I became team Bobby because I realized this man was in full on um, protection mode of Whitney Houston since day one. And we all know, go get Robin Crawford's book. Y'all already know that that thing, everything, every rumor, everything that we ever thought, with the exception of what y'all were fed. So y'all were fed that he was the ringleader of all this stuff that was going on. Honey boy got swiped up. He got, he got uh, sunk up in that damn tornado and it kept going and going and going. And now here we are, here we are, here we are. But what happens when the, when the, when the storm settles and people look around and they see who is still there, that's what's important. They see who's still there. They see that, oh, wait a minute, I landed. I came up out of that. And you still here? That's what this thing about. Regardless of what you latched on. Because some people will go through a storm and get come out of the storm. And there's a person there. See, you ain't had no business. We can't tell. We can't keep saying you ain't had no business giving them folk in the first. That ain't what nobody trying to hear. You ain't had no business using that. You ain't had no business trying that. You ain't had no, That whole, I told, I, that, I, I'm a blogger. I can come on. I can go write 15 articles right now. I told you so. I can say that I can tweet. I can go do a whole thread. I love threads, y'all. I love it. Honey, we've been waiting on Twitter to figure out stuff. And Twitter Twitter figured out these threads, y'all. Let me tell you, thread takes threads take you back to the old school uh, threads, old school threaded forums. Oh, Twitter done figured it out, honey. Let me tell you, I can go do a whole thread. Somebody got a thread over there. Y'all, we are reading this thread on this Kaepernick stuff. And it ain't, it ain't even about the Stephen A getting mad. Let me tell y'all about Stephen. Story, one, one more story time. Stephen A. Smith is not mad at Kaepernick. Stephen A. Smith is mad because the NFL said no media, which meant that ESPN or whatever channel Stephen is on, was not able to do the grandiose media thing. They didn't get the scoop because the NFL said no media was allowed. Nobody rolled up on Atlanta for the Kaepernick. They were like, oh, we're going to, because they, they figured out oh, it's a lockout. It's a lockout. He's going to go try out. We're going to wait for this very professional video. And then he gets to drop his thing in the morning. Stephen A. Smith had to go live that night because Kaepernick was like, no, I'm going to take this thing on back down here to the hood. Uh, and, and put it out on on radio, television, social media. Not even none, none of that. Really, he put it on social media. Listen, y'all, we rolled into it, and I was like, okay, I don't want to go over there. I, I, I could have stopped what I was doing. I'm like, nah, I ain't trying to go down there. But I know some people down. I'm going to wait for their video. And the video that set the narrative, as y'all love to say, for Kaepernick was a piece of cell phone video of one, of one catch. It wasn't even like it wasn't even like this 15 angles that he was going to get. Had he stayed up at the thing, you know, it wasn't like the whole uh, analytics and all that kind of stuff. It was like he threw that ball. He 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 did a he did a step that whatever you call that thing threw that ball. I don't know, you know what I mean. I talk about sports, but I talk about the drama of sports. And wait for December second. I'm just saying, I'm just gonna drop that. But anyway, he <laughs> threw that ball. Whoever put that little thirty second video out there, then went viral. Boom, boom. Stephen A. Smith, cause you know Stephen A. Smith did that. He wasn't even hype. He wasn't even like. He, he was on there like, damn, you know, because he'd been scooped. That's what that's what he was mad about. He wasn't mad at Kaepernick. He was mad at the locker because media was locked out. And traditional media has to follow the protocol. These rogue uh, uh, hood reporters, they ain't got to follow no protocol. Homeboy was down there in, the, in their neighborhood at their high school 
And they went up in the stands. They got the video. Everybody on the video out there right now, except for everybody waiting on Nike to go edit the thing. Well, Ed, they were making a documentary. So they, I don't even know if they sent that to the teams. Or, I don't know what they sent to the teams. Because it don't even matter what they sent to the teams. Because they all watched the same hood video we watched. And they were like, okay, damn, that arm. Okay. We ain't got nobody throwing like that right about now. Right? That's a, I mean, the man is an icon. We're talking about an icon thing. But guess what? Remember what I said about an icon? You can't get to the icon status unless you've been through some stuff. So back to Whitney. So Whitney wasn't able to make it. So Bobby Brown did make it. And I got a chance. And because I had magazine in my title, they were like, well, what do we, it's online. What do we, they were like still trying to figure out. Because blogging, went, I don't even know if they had a word blogging at that time. They were like, well, she's a magazine. Da, da, da. Put it in with the magazine. So I, lo and behold, I get to go in and sit down and do my interview with Bobby Brown. Amazing pictures. And thank God my dad has those pictures over there because I don't know what I do with this stuff, y'all. But anyway, and, and so at that time, honey, we were on digital and film, and, and it don't even translate that content. You can't even translate that content to this day. But anyway, pictures are out there. I do have some pictures. Oh, my God. You know what I did? I found them, y'all, on my Facebook. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, because GoDaddy, y'all know GoDaddy destroyed drivebus.com. But anyway... And, and holding it for ransom. Like, y'all can have that. Because, hell, I got YouTube. I got all this social media. I got all these email archives. I'm not giving you a dime, GoDaddy. I'm not giving you a dime, okay? Uh, they GoDaddy did some foul stuff, y'all, while I was nursing my mother. But anyway. So, anyway. So, Bobby Brown came and I got a chance. Because I was a magazine, I went in with a two-person interview with myself and this woman from People Magazine. So, we get to sit down with Bobby Brown and... Uh, on the very first question, People Magazine offended Bobby Brown so bad. I was like, okay, I'm not going to ask. Now, mind you, it's Bobby. We're sitting in those director's chairs. It's Bobby Brown. And you know me, I'm like number one. Apparently, somebody tried to tell me yesterday I was the number two fan. So I'm number one, right? I'm here. I mean, look, my daddy named Bobby. My son named Bobby. <laughs> me and this dude, right? We, we about to be right here. We about to be, we about to be on the same page, right? Cause that's what, so the girl at the People Magazine, I'm, it's me and the little girl at the People Magazine. <laughs> For, I ain't gonna never forget this woman, okay? She, and she was, she was a white female. And uh, she was so, and, and the funny part about it was, um, she just happened to be in Atlanta and they sent her to this thing. Cause this thing came up really quick. And she was like, oh my God, what do I ask? She's like, well, she was so glad to go in with somebody. She was like, okay. So she had this list of, list of questions that she was supposed to get answered, right? Or you ain't got a job kind of thing, right? Like, you gonna, you gonna get this. So she had, she, I let her go first, you know, and she offended Bobby Brown, like, so bad. He, he was, okay, you're done. Go ahead. He, he literally said that to her. He was like, okay, you're done. And he points at me. I'm sitting next to her. And I'm like, damn, girl. <laughs> and I think I probably even said that, right? Cause I'm like, I'm like, wow, you know, this is like my first time in this kind of setup. I'm like, I get to follow her lead, right? Not only that, I get to follow People Magazine, and and then she was like, you like, you go, you gonna get us kicked out like that? But then he was like, you're done. Okay, go ahead. And I was like, oh, let me just tell you, you know, my dad and my son's name Bobby. And so boom, right? I said, well, let me ask you, and I got, let me tell y'all, and I got all my questions asked. And yes, uh, even though she wasn't able to ask about Whitney. I was able to ask why Whitney. The first thing I said to him was, I understand where Whitney's at right now, what's going through 
See, and I understand that she can't be here right now. And uh, and I asked him about some of her projects, and and I didn't I didn't dive into like why y'all wild. And I, and I asked, I do you know me? I was asking about the wild out in Atlanta. Like, are y- is it are, are y'all just like wild out? But I I asked it in such a way. I asked about uh, his projects. I'm like, well, Bobby, we hadn't seen a lot from you because y'all know the man stepped away. He stepped away to nurse all of this stuff that they were going on. And I asked, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know how, but I ended up with this most amazing uh, interview. And I remember I had enough because, and I had the audio, but I remember I had enough to come come back and do a nice Q&A article. So, and he answered all of my questions. Not only did he answer all of my questions, he then called in his brother for me to meet him because I was then supposed to be a source of contact for all they had going on. Not only that, he then called in his sisters because that's the kind of conversation. Next thing I know, I'm sitting there with, I don't know about homegirl. I think she was still there. I'm sitting there. And now I'm talking to Bobby Brown. I'm talking to his brother, uh, and and God, I'm I'm horrible with names. And 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 now my dad, who was my photographer, we now taking fam. I'm taking family photos. I'm getting dad is over here. Dad has pictures with Bobby Brown. Dad has pictures because I don't. Dad dad was taking dad was that picture because in that setting they give they have all this other stuff going on. But dad's snapping pictures of me and Bobby Brown talking. And he asked me, I had a CD in my hand, y'all. And I wasn't, I wasn't trying to drop no music on Bobby Brown. But what I was trying, I had the CD because we were on, Dryer Bus was on CD. So I love looking at these pictures because the, um, the, I had one of the CDs and I was, he and I were talking about the internet. We were talking, I said, it's on, it's a magazine, but it's online. And we put it on CD. So he's like, he's like, damn, that's kind of brilliant, you know. So he and I are now talking technology. I'm like, yeah, I, I most people, you know, they can't go online because you know, black folk ain't got damn internet at home and all this kind of stuff back in the day. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking back in the day. So he and I are now talking technology, and he and God, I, I'm trying to remember his brother's name. Uh, and now the brother's like, wait, you know. So we we talk about all this stuff, and now um, we I get a photo shoot with um uh, he and his sisters and his brother and his family. And I'm like, man, this man, this man got some good stock, y'all. Now, I know he got the one sister out there. And look, sometimes when she go to talk, they be like, you're gone, girl. Tell it, tell it. Because she, she, and they, be, they come out trying to broadcast a message and she be out there. Let me interrupt this broadcast. Let me interrupt this broadcast. Met her too. Love them all. They, listen, that's family. Your family is probably worse. I'm telling you. Because one person, they, they love each other in their family, y'all. They are some siblings out of this world in that, in that family. Um, and, and one, because they come from they, their mother, the fathers and all that stuff. Their father, I'm like, they come, there's a family. They are a family. The Browns is a family. And they too were trying to broadcast this message that was very protective of Whitney. But keep in mind, at that time, it wasn't just about protecting Whitney. It was about protecting Bobby Christina as well. And, it, and, and now we're here. Now we're here where we don't have Whitney, we don't have Bobby Christina, and people still turn, well, you know, they did this, they did that. Hey, guess what? Guess what, man? Because once you, once you lose people, all of that stuff, it don't matter. Even with Robin Crawford coming out, you know, it's like, it don't matter. It don't matter. I hope, I, I hope 
that that little that piece of your heart is healed. I hope that now um, that you and your wife, Robin Crawford and her wife and their kids, that they've had to live with, they've had to live their lives with the if Whitney calls, we're gonna have to take her in or stop and do what Whitney needs. It, this woman who married Robin Crawford, Robin Crawford is married with a family that they've had to live their life with the if Whitney. Everybody around had to live with the if Whitney. If Whitney and if Bobby, Christina, you know, all of that. And I got a chance to see that. So I'm thankful that I was uh, summoned uh, to participate in that. It was the most amazing day. And it actually showed me how, how media works and how messages are broadcast at the 51 over the 45. A little bit of story time. But you are broadcasting whether you want to or not. You are broadcasting. Some of y'all like to come out here on social media and you love to say, well, you know, I never really post and I never... Um, I never really say, and I don't share. This is how y'all do. I never really post. I rarely share. I don't talk about my personal business. But, you know, then you go, but, you know, you, whether you have, if you have an account out there and you have never posted, you just trolling, you scrolling, you commenting, you still broadcasting. If you have never been on social media and somebody just dropped this in your inbox somewhere else, you know, maybe you have on the podcast. I ain't going on Facebook, but you're on the podcast platforms and you have come across um, we interrupt this broadcast, how to get out of bed. And you're like, wait, you're broadcasting. You are broadcasting from the moment you wake up and you, if you can roll over or not, you get dressed or whatever. You're broadcasting. You are broadcasting. People are watching and, and they are, and they are developing uh, uh, a sense of knowing you the way only they think they know you because they only know what you've shown them. But there are people that are looking and they can see a little bit deeper. There are people, they see you, you there in the foreground, they're all up in the background. What's going on over there? What's that right there? But wait, wait, wait. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, we see each other. You know, I, I, I have people looking at me and I'm like, go ahead and ask. Go ahead and ask because you, you see something. I know you see it. It's like, yeah, let me tell you what's going on with that, right? And when you live in your truth, oh, this just hit me. Life is lit, L-I-T. Live in your truth, right? Because when you live in error, that's what? L-I-E, what is it? Lie. You want to get lit or you want to lie? Is it lit or is it lie? I love that. Live in truth. And be your life. if you live in truth, life's going to be, you're going to be lit. Life's going to be lit, y'all. Now, a lot of times, and the sad part about it is, a lot of people out there, they talk about getting lit, getting lit, getting lit, but it's not a lot of truth to it, right? But when you live in truth, life is lit. You have that glow, that light, it shines, right? How about living truth every day? That's light. I'm Gary Busey and some words up in here, y'all. Okay, L-I-T-E. Live in truth every day. That's your light, L-I-T-E, Right? Get lit, y'all. Lit. Turn your light on, all right? And if I wanted to, it, it, that had too much love. L-I-G-H-T, okay? Okay? I, I don't know. Live in honor, goals, and truth. L-I-G-H-T. Did I, did I spell it right? Honor, goals, and truth. Live in honor. L-I-G. So live in goals, honor, truth. Okay, there we go. We spell it right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was trying to spell in and be prolific and, and prophetic at the same time. Live in goals, honor, truth, L-I-G. For those of y'all say, well, you know, L-I-T is something. That, okay, well, damn, there you go, light, okay? Because I know I was broadcasting wrong. Light, you want your light to shine, live in, uh, live in goals, and honor truth. 
That's light. Let your light shine. Get lit. Live in truth. Don't, don't lie. Don't live in error. Okay. And that's what was happening. Even around the whole Whitney thing is it was, it was, they was trying to live in error. They was lying to us at every turn, trying to say this woman was this and that. And Whitney, unfortunately, every moment of her life had to suppress so much. People are out here self-medicating because they have to suppress. And one of the things I pray, and I pray every day, don't let me have to suppress nothing to the point where I have to harm myself and others. There are people out here taking people out because people know their truth. There are people who are, who are right now won't tell you about an opportunity because it's going to divulge the truth. And they're trying to lie about what they got. There are people out there, like you asking somebody like for a referral, like, where'd you get your hair done? Where'd you buy your house? They don't want to, they don't want to tell you because ain't, ain't nothing truthful about it. You know, they, they feel like you can, you, you not going to handle that truth. It's like, it's crazy. Interrupt that broadcast. Go interrupt the broadcast. Get the truth, y'all. I'm just saying. All right, we got to get out of here. I do not want this thing to hit at one hour. We're at 56. And if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Um, I don't care if you like it, but do, do, do give yourself a follow. Because how to get out of bed, um, we, we, this is book two. This might even be book three. Um, because book one, we did full on straight 90 days of how to get out of bed. We thought everything had been said and done. And then we realized, wait, we can't get out of bed. We got a podcast. And then we did uh, book book two. And uh, we took a little bit of a break. So I'm going to go ahead and call this book three. And so where do you get all the episodes? You, there's a Facebook page called How to Get Out of Bed. And there's a podcast episode. There are podcast episodes that I, I have a podcast where I put my different musings on. Um, and those are on all your favorite podcast plan- channels. If you want to find a channel for which you'd like to follow or subscribe, just simply go to dryerbuzz.com and it'll let you know you're like, whoa, they do all this. Yeah, we're hanging out in the kitchen. Um, got something new coming for you on Black Friday. You're going to find out. Listen, we're going to entertain you all on Black Friday. Got a marathon coming for you on Black Friday. Um, so definitely, um, definitely get ready for that. Turn your notifications on if you don't want to miss it. Or just check your stuff regularly. In fact, like I said, go to dryerbus.com and choose a channel. Choose a channel. You know, where there's all these different networks out there. Um, whichever one you find favorite. I'm spending a lot of time. Once again, I got a reboot. I have rebooted. I did a reboot of Twitter. I guess I can say it like that. I did a reboot of Twitter because um, we were talking a lot about the sports stuff. And let me tell you, Twitter is that beast, okay? And especially in those threads where you can rock a thread. Where, like you get a thought going and you're like, well, I got to go back to that thought. You go back and continue to put in those, put in those threads. I got a Thanksgiving. We do hang out in the kitchen, as I said. Uh, as you know, last year we did some development on testing a number of recipes. Those of you that are looking for traditional recipes, okay. Those of you that are looking for a little bit something different in the, I'm not even going, I'm not even going to lie because I'm not even going to broadcast that because let me tell you, in my household, my mother and my daughter did Thanksgiving, okay. And now my daughter uh, is, is, we help her out, okay? We help her out. Uh, but my daughter uh, does, my daughter that I, uh, I'm not allowed to talk about online. Mom, don't say my government name on that thing. But anyway, my daughter, my baby girl, uh, who always did Thanksgiving with mom, and then we always pitched in. Everybody had a little thing to do that they, that the two of them complained about us doing. Y'all seen Soul Food, Cornbread. I'm not even allowed to, and I can cook. Y'all know, y'all watch my channel. Y'all know I can cook. I wasn't even allowed in the kitchen.
for Thanksgiving. I'm, I was the person, I worked, I went and got that double time, okay, for the holidays. My, wherever I worked, they were like, you taking some vacation? No, not, not none. I'm working. Every, y'all go ahead. Everybody that had to travel, everybody else, I'm like, I'm working. I ain't going home with no, I live in the house. Y'all don't understand. I got three daughters and, and a mother, and I had my mother and my son. I'm like, I ain't trying to be home. I, I'm, going, I'm going home for dinner. That's about it. I'm just saying, and I was out if blogging and all that other stuff. I had a job and I was blogging. It's like they barely saw me. I could open a cabinet. And I'm like, what is this stuff? Every day I was, they were, they, I was not even allowed in the kids. They would bring me my plate. Your plate's here. Your plate's there. Your plate's this. Your plate that. Stop what you're doing to eat. Look up from that, my mother. Look, look up from that phone to eat. Come away from that computer and eat. Right? That's all I was here. You're always on that computer. You're always on that computer. She didn't figure out I was always on that computer. So I can take those five years off and, and spend that amazing time with her. And that's, that's the day. The day that she got it was the day she said, I know you got to go. And I said, Mommy, I don't have to go anywhere. I can work right here, right now. And, man, I'm telling you, that's the moment. That was the moment it was all about. I used to ask God himself. I used to tell my guardian angels, y'all, look, go get him because we got to talk about this. And he'd come to me and he'd hustle and puff. Look, now I got you all these guardian angels. I'm doing all, I'm satisfied your every need. You don't never want for nothing. How are you going to stop me? And, and talking about you want this and you want that. I'm not giving you that. I didn't give you, I didn't give you no business. I gave you a calling and in the process, I took care of all your needs. So I stopped, I'm like, okay. I'm just saying, right? And I've been asking all my life, what was it for? What was it for? Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? That ain't what you're supposed to have. Stop. Right, y'all getting ready to do these last, last one. We're gone. And, and just a minute over, y'all. We're just a minute over. Y'all getting ready to do these vision boards, okay? Do this for me. And one of the reasons you've never really seen me do a vision board party is simply because I don't subscribe to coveting, okay? It's one thing to ask the universe for what you want and need. But as you sit down to do your vision board, as you go grab the magazines and the newspapers, ask God for what's yours. Ask the universe for what's yours. Whatever it is you subscribe, just for what's yours. Don't do it in a coveting manner. I want her website. I want her man. I want his this and their that. And not in that vein, you'll never get it. That's why your vision, vision board been unfulfilled every year, right? Only ask for what's yours and only ask for what it is you need to do to get it. It shouldn't require somebody else losing, somebody else light dimming, you know, and all those kinds. That's not how this works. Remember, what did I say? Live with living goals. Honor truth, y'all. That whole honor thing is so important. Honor is so important in everything. And I know we, 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 we build our life like, well, this person is successful. I want to be like them. I wrote, I wrote, I did a 27 essay to rock like Oprah. And when I was doing my research and studying, like, what is it about this one individual and, 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 and everything that she was, there was only one thing that she did that separated her from or everybody else. And it was honor. That, that, that truly is. Now, and there's a lot that, you know, business sense and all that kind of stuff and messages that are broadcast 
some of which are true, some of which are not, and all that kind of stuff. But the one thing that she had different from everybody else that we try to say that's what success is, she had the one thing that none of, nobody else had. And, t- and guess who figured it out? One person that I know, almost that we know through broadcast, was Tyler Perry. And, and she said it to him when she came to the opening. She said it to him. It's the honor. She said, you got this from um, 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 the, the ball she did. What was the, she did two things. She did the ball. I mean, when, when Oprah, if you think about it, all that Oprah did, when Oprah began to honor, when she began to broadcast what she honored, because she's always had a sense of honor. She's always been honoring stuff. Everybody's been getting, getting Oprah money. Oprah money been going everywhere, far, long, and wide, right? But when she began to broadcast, she she Oprah was broadcasting everything. She was broadcasting the rednecks up in the races up in Hall County. She was broadcasting all this other things. Broadcast Dr. Phil, broadcasting decorator. She uh the, trying to broadcast Yonla, you know, that's giving us some ill feels, you know, um, broadcasting Super Soul Sunday. She got the network, she left the daytime television and the people, women are boycotting because they ain't subscribing to no cable. Ain't nobody paying okay. Them women don't pay cable. They they was watching on the free TV, right? So all that stuff is going on. She's broadcasting all this stuff. But when she began to broadcast that in which she honors, that's when people stop hating on Oprah. Because let me tell you, people was hating on Oprah big time. People did not like Oprah. I mean, when she broadcast, like, y'all, like, y'all, y'all, them... Men, y'all was dogging her out out there. But when she broadcast how she was paying all them scholarships, how she was sending all those men to college, then y'all shut up real quick, right? When the hip hoppers were like, you know, she don't, she won't have us on the show and this, that, and this. But when she broadcast what she was really doing, when she went up there and did that, spent that day with Jay-Z and talking about she listened to 50 Cent and she go, when they hang, hung out with Jay-Z, you know, you got you to gotta broadcast those things. And it's not about you got to play up to people. It's like you just got to, sometimes that thing that you think people can't understand, sometimes you think that people will, the thing that you think people will really hold against you, they really won't because they can't. Because otherwise they'd be very, they'd be hypocrites, right? And too many of us are out here, there was so much hypocrisy. uh, There was so much hypocrisy in the year of 2019. That's the only way I can describe 2019 is getting to the end of 2019. We're realizing how much, how much, hip, how much we are hypocrites. I'm trying to say, I'm not saying it right. How much hypocrisy we live by. We live by so much hypocrisy. And what I love about 2020 coming, 2020 is a truth year. It is like 20, it's vision. It's clear. It's, 2020 is a clear year. <laughs> Write that down. Somebody tweet me. Somebody put that in comments, y'all. Somebody please put that in the comments. 2020 is the clear year. 2020 vision. Let me tell you, I've been waiting on 2020 all my life. And good Lord willing, the creek don't rise. The checks don't bounce. The sponsors come on like they're supposed to come on. Go on and send their money. 2020 will be that clear year. And I'm excited about it. I'm so ready. We're going to start counting it down. Start counting down 2020. Come Black Friday. Uh, come Cyber Monday, I got something so awesome and amazing for you guys. You get a sneak peek on Black Friday. Stay tuned. I'm going to get you ready to get you out here. Hopefully I did finish the Whitney story, the Bobby story, the story time. 
Um, and I call this, we interrupt this broadcast, interrupt your broadcast, interrupt our broadcast, interrupt my broadcast and, you know, go stand in the mirror and interrupt. That's your exercise. Go stand in the mirror and change the channel, mute all that other stuff, program your favorites, live in your truth, live in goals. Y'all honor truth. Let your light shine, live in truth, get lit. What was the other one? Don't live in error. Don't L-I-E, don't lie. Don't live in error, L-I-E, lie. Go into 2020. Stop right now. Spend the rest of 2019. Away from it. Move from hypocrisy to honor. Move from hypocrisy to honor. Don't tell me, drivers, I ain't got no hypocrisy. Because I'm going to go to your timeline. I'm going to tag you in it. I'm going to go to your timeline and tag you in your very own hypocrisy. Because we can all go back and look at that vision board you posted in January, you can go to your page. I ain't got to go to your page. I can go in there and search. They just went that Rudolph, Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph trying to stand back, trying to fall back on his privilege and saying, that ain't my character. Okay. Well, they done went out there and found the tweets. He was out there talking. Remember when Kramer, uh, had, was on the comedy and started throwing out the N word. Well, he said that Kramer in that moment was his hero. Homeboy should have knocked the hell out of him with that helmet just on that tweet. And y'all should have been, y'all should have been taking him down every, every game going out there with Kramer as his hero because football in the NFL is celebrating a hundred years and you just took them back because first of all, black players can't celebrate a hundred years in the NFL. Go ask Gail Sayers, Brian Song, Brian Piccolo, Go ask Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo, okay? We, we got that message was fully broadcast. So as these sports, as y'all get out here trying to celebrate 100 years, you know, you can't even go over to the Braves Stadium unless they, without them letting you know we honor, we move from hypocrisy to honor. You can't even walk up in SunTrust Park Without them, without understanding what it's a full on apology going on up in this stadium. They got a whole section on Hank Aaron. Go up there in the suites. They got all the all the black players that they that they tried to demonize for being extremely talented. Okay, I got to go. My phone going to die and I don't want to die right there. All right. I'm just saying you got to move from hypocrisy to honor. Stop trying to broadcast that hypocrisy, y'all. Start trying to broad- broadcast more of the things that you you honor because we are coming into the clear year of 2020. We see each other. Even if I put on my glasses and I'm about to go get some more, apparently because these about to wear out. Uh, but y'all, let me tell you, I hope y'all with this can get out of bed. Thank you so much for an amazing year of how to get out of bed. We started it this year. And uh, because I couldn't get out of bed, I started this year, couldn't get out of bed. This was five years, um, three years after my mom's passing. Um, is it 17? Two years. God, Jesus. I, I'm, I can't even, there is no time on this thing. Um, so how to get out of bed. We've had an amazing year of it. Oh my goodness. I don't even know what a journal, the journal is in the other room in my workspace as I was, cause I'm working on, cause like I said, we had book one 
and book two is shorter. And I think this is book three. I think this is, uh, this is book three as we get ready to count down just a shorter version of a couple of episodes, a series. It will be, uh, again, go to dryerbus.com. You can choose your channel because even as I end this on Facebook, it's then going to launch itself to all the different podcast platforms. If you don't, you didn't get a chance to interact with us live. Shout out to everybody that's listening. I, I didn't get a chance. I had another device to check out some of the comments. I'm going to go meet you in the comments now because we were on just simply one platform. We were simply on just one platform. and I, I love that. So I've got a yellow warning here and we've definitely got to get stopped. Uh, do me a favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.